0: Hi there. In this podcast, I'm going to have a look at the structure of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are made of carbon, hydrogen and oxygen atoms. They are made from monosaccharides, which are simple sugars containing three to seven carbon atoms. Some examples of monosaccharides are glucose, which is used in aerobic respiration, galactose, which is found in milk. And fructose, which you find in fruit, so monosaccharides are simple sugars. Glucose is a hexose sugar that has the chemical formula C6H12O6, and it's known as a hexose sugar because it has six carbon atoms. Glucose is an important source of energy in humans, and during cellular respiration, energy is released from glucose to produce. ATP. There's two forms of glucose that you need to know about, alpha and beta glucose, and these are isomers. Isomers have the same molecular formula, but a different arrangement of atoms in space. The carbon atoms are numbered from one to six, and the hydroxyl group, which is an OH group, are in different orientations around the first carbon atom. So, to recap, some examples of monosaccharides are glucose, galactose, and fructose. And these are simple sugars. When two monosaccharides join via a condensation reaction, which produces water, they form a disaccharide. When more than two monosaccharides join together, they form a polysaccharide chain. Some examples of these reactions are... Our glucose plus glucose goes to maltose, glucose plus fructose goes to sucrose, and glucose plus galactose goes to lactose. Lots of oses going on there. So what are the functions of disaccharides? So let's look at some of the ones that we talked about. Sucrose is the sugar that you would have commonly on your table, so the sugar that you put in your tea, that is sucrose. Lactose is the sugar found in milk. So when milk tastes quite sweet, that's because of lactose. And lactose intolerance is a common problem. So this is when people drink milk, but their body can't digest the lactose. Polysaccharides are made up of two or more monosaccharides, joined together by glycosidic bonds. The chains may be branched or unbranched. And they may contain different types of monosaccharides. So examples of polysaccharides are starch, glycogen, cellulose and chitin. Chitin is found in insects, in the exoskeletons. So I talked about a condensation reaction earlier, and that is the building of a bigger molecule from its smaller monomers. And so an example of this is galactose plus glucose goes to lactose. If we want to test for sugars, we can use the Benedict's test. So Benedict's solution, which is also known as the Benedict's reagent or the Benedict's test, can be used as a test for reducing and non-reducing sugars. Reducing sugars are all monosaccharides, for example, glucose, galactose, and fructose. And some disaccharides are also reducing sugars, such as lactose and maltose. Benedict's solution can be reduced by reducing sugars. So to start with, Benedict's solution is a clear blue liquid, and this will change color to give a precipitate depending on how much of it is produced. So I'll just run you through the steps of the experiment that you would do. So the step one is to place about two milliliters of the substance in a boiling tube. So the substance is in a liquid form. Then you add about 10 drops of Benedict's solution, which at this stage will be clear blue in colour. And then you place this in a boiling water bath. So you heat it for three to five minutes. So what happens? So if the solution remains blue, then there is no reducing sugar present. If a green or yellow precipitate is made, then that means there are traces of reducing sugar present. So not very much of it. If an orange or red precipitate is formed, then you have a moderate amount of reducing sugar present. And if you get a brick red precipitate, then this means that there is a lot of reducing sugar in there. So you get a gradient of colours depending on how much reducing sugar is present. Non-reducing sugars will show a negative result to the Benedict's test. This means you need a second test to determine if non-reducing sugar is present at all because you'd also get a negative result if nothing was present. An example of a non-reducing sugar is sucrose. It's a disaccharide made up of glucose and fructose joined by glycosidic bond. So we use a different test to test for these reduce, non-reducing sugars. First, you would boil the sample in dilute hydrochloric acid. And this is to hydrolyse the non-reducing sugar, so break it down. Then you neutralize the solution, because it's acidic at the moment, by adding sodium hydrogen carbonate, which is an alkali. Then you repeat the Benedict's test, so what we talked about earlier. So if a non-reducing sugar is present, the result of this second Benedict's test will be positive. And this is because the non-reducing sugar has been broken down into its monosaccharides, due to due to adding the hydrochloric acid and because these are reducing sugars these smaller monosaccharides then you get a positive result but if the solution remains blue this means that no sugar is present so no non-reducing sugars and no reducing sugars are present and that is all you need to know about the structure of carbohydrates and the Benedict's test if this episode has got you in the mood for more podcast revision action then you should search for our other revised podcast channels that cover a lot more than you'll find here. Search for Revise on whatever platform you got this podcast from and you'll find them. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.